This episode may contain explicit language. Welcome to Karen Feeding, the show where we parent together. I'm Elizabeth Newcamp. I write the family travel blog, Dutch Dutch Goose. I'm the mom of three littles, Henry, who's 11, Oliver, who's nine, and Teddy, who's seven. We live in Tokyo, Japan. I'm Zach Rosen. I make another podcast. It's called The Best Advice Show. And I'm dad to Noah, who's six, and Ami, who's three. We live in Detroit, Michigan. I'm Jamil Mew. I'm a writer, contributor to Slate's Karen Feeding Parenting column, and mom to Naima, who's just about 11, and we live in Los Angeles. Today on the show, we're talking about what to do when parenting gets a little too loud. A member of our Slate Parenting Facebook group posted recently asking about earplugs, and it got us thinking about all the parenting sounds we love and hate, and the coping strategies we use when it all gets too overwhelming. Later on, we're also going to recommend some things we're loving right now and think you might too. And then, if you're in the Slate Plus Club, we're talking about parenting tasks that someone somewhere should be paying us to do. Here's what you'll hear if you have Slate Plus. I'd also like to get paid for getting my daughter to school on time, and I think Mm. we would be better at it if we were incentivized in that way. Oh, I like this. I think incentivize the parents to get them there on time. Let's with, do it. Let's do an experiment. Financially. I bet it's yeah. been done. That's interesting. I actually think that's a good idea. Because tardiness is uh, widespread. I think you should propose that to your school. <laughs> I'll be the pilot. A one-person <laughs> pilot program, Jamila. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not listening on Slate Plus, we hope you consider it. There's no better way to support the show. And when you're a member, you also get ad-free listening on all Slate podcasts. Sounds great, right? We think so, too. Go to slate.com slash care plus for more info. All right, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll see you back here in a minute for our listener question. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All over the country. We need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now. We're back and diving right into today's discussion about cutting through the noise. This all started with a question from the Slate Parenting Facebook group. Gatell asked, Hi, I've seen the ads for Loop Earplugs, Calmer, and others, and I'm wondering if they really work. I'm an introvert with two chatty youngsters and a teen piano player. I'd love something that takes the edge off the sound while still allowing me to have conversations. Um, This one is near and dear to my heart because I think I have recommended the loop earplugs. They're the only ones I've used from this list, but I do get all the ads for the calmer and things like that. Mm -hmm. I am a huge advocate of the loop earplugs. Like I used to wear the the regular ones, but you can't hear anything. Like I don't wait, can you just can you just because I had no idea what this even was. Can you tell me what what this even is? 
Yeah, okay, so the loop earplug is a, um, it, it's first of all, very cute. They're very, very cute. <laughs> but it's an earplug. It's not, it, it's not like a foamy. It's like a, it almost looks like an earbud mm-hmm. that goes in. Um, but they have one that cuts out all the noise, like a traditional earplug. But they have these other ones that just sort of turns the world down. It wow. just dampers out the background noise. So um, I wear these a lot when we're traveling and somewhere noisy, but you can still have a conversation and hear people around you talking. Mm-hmm. It, it like almost doesn't take out the talking wavelength. Uh, mm. It just seems to take out that background noise. Or if, if kids are like screen, there's a lot of play, it like tones it down. So I feel like I can wear them in the house when there's a lot of noise and I would still know if something bad happened or if someone was talking to me um but it just kind of turns everything down okay amazing i'm looking at the loop website now first of all they're very cute um they almost look like some sort of earring when they're in your ear and they totally are they have like around and they come with three different um like things so that they fit your ear Mm mm-hmm and they've also got different ones. They have some for kids, but they have um, one, the Engage Plus, which is specifically advertised for conversation, noise sensitivity, social gatherings, and parenting. And it looks like they wow. have different settings. So you can, you know, turn them up and turn them down. I use the ones they have no like mechanical. They are literally just, they look like a earplug with the pretty okay. like ring. Um, so they go in and out and they come with a little carrying case, which I like. And actually, I have one for all of the kids, too, that I take with us. They don't usually wear theirs in the house. But like when we're traveling, sometimes they will be places and the noise is just too loud. Like an amusement park, I have two that mm. just can't do the noise in an amusement park. Yeah. Um, and these just turn it down so they can still hear everything. Uh, it's just not as loud. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, calmer is something similar. It has a different shape. So I, I, I think it's going to be more about, like, in terms of using them, I find them very effective. But which ones to get, I presume, you go read the reviews, they probably all work. It's just a matter of what feels more comfortable in your ear. To me, yeah. these fit inside your ear more like an earbud, but the circle that sits outside is way more comfortable than, like, the like a stick or something you know, from the the wireless mm-hmm. headphones that go in your ear. Uh, but I know for me, when the noise got too loud, I just found that I was like a worse parent. And so this enables me to just kind of turn that down. Like I would physically mm-hmm. feel agitated mm-hmm. at just the amount of noise. I mean, there's you know, three children. And particularly when we were homeschooling, it was like in the in the morning, it would be fine. But then as the day went on that plus maybe music or the kids working on something would just become so much that I couldn't turn myself the background noise off. Some friends have told me they can actually just like kind of zone it out. I don't know if either of you can like turn off the noise Mm. (laughs) in your head. I can't do that. Can you Jamila? I can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I think I can too, to a certain degree. Or at least it just doesn't bother me as much like ami in turn he's there are moments throughout our lives when he's just like too loud like he's viscerally impacted Mm -hmm. so i totally get that you know some people are just more sensitive to it it totally makes sense and i'm really glad to know about this technology it's kind of fascinating yeah yeah i feel like i can't hear myself think like there's literally no 
space left in my brain mm-hmm. to hear myself. Mm-hmm. And then that somehow makes me feel very agitated. Like I'm, I can hear all of the noises, even if I'm focused, like I cannot focus because all I can hear is what's going on yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. And these just seem to help my brain receive less noise. I don't know how it actually works, but I think if you're feeling this way, they are not that expensive that you should give them a try. Yeah, it looks like they're uh, 30, 35 bucks-ish. Yeah, and I feel like I can. you can hear... I think what they're worried about is blocking out too much noise, and I definitely can carry on a full conversation. In fact, when I wear them out in public, a lot of times people don't know that I have them in because I if, if we are at a big crowded place and I need to focus on something, I almost always put them in. Hmm. And I would say the people around me don't don't notice at all. Yeah. Yeah, I have, um, It's I guess it's like an alternate strategy or just like, I totally can understand how it's overstimulating with kids around. And I'm wondering, and I was just thinking about, is there a way to kind of harness that overstimulation and like turn it into something that's more bearable? The other night the kids came home, we we went out for pizza, the four of us, and we got home and the kids were just like wired and just like, it was almost time for bed and they were just like bouncing off the walls and jumping around and saying poop a lot and just like, you know, just like, they were just like in wild mode. Um, and at first I was like, Ugh, like, all right, come on guys, let's like calm down. Um, but then Ami on his own, he got out the karaoke machine which um, we hadn't used in a while. And we kind of like brought the energy just to that activity. Um, and we mm. all like just sang a song together um, or everyone everyone did a song, everyone did their own song. And it kind of like helped to mitigate the overwhelm. Like when we turned it into something that, w- I mean, in the end it was just fun for Shira and I too. So like, I get that, but um, I don't know. I was just thinking about like, how can we recalibrate, you know, in the moment? Um, and it's hard to do. And I think we just got lucky the other no, night. No, I think that's a good point, too. Like, is the problem that you're not meeting, like, that they need a high energy release? Or is it the issue that you can't function? And I think the answer is somewhere in the middle, right? <laughs> like, you, like, you, I like the idea of turning this high energy thing into, like, maybe we all just need to burn off some energy and we can meet them. But there's a totally time and place for the loop. I can't take this right now, too. I'm not saying, like, During it's one or the other. time is also an okay place for the loop. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like, I feel like if we got out the karaoke machine, I would get out my lube earplugs. Not so that I couldn't participate, but so that I could participate. Great. In a way that doesn't make me, you know, feel like. Yeah. I think part of the something that the letter writers should think about, because they mentioned that they're an introvert and they have two chatty youngsters and a team piano player. So it seems like, they're not just overwhelmed by sound, but also by maybe the amount of engagement that the kids require, you know, mm-hmm. um, that, well, one, talking to your kids about volume, you know, obviously there's only so much that can be done with the piano player, but your two youngest, you know, like remind them about their indoor voices, you know, and be serious about that. Like, we don't have to let kids be loud, like, mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. they, they just mm-hmm. don't have to be loud. You know, it's something that they have to unlearn. Um, mm-hmm. And also maybe having like a coloring book or a crossword puzzle in addition to having your loop headphones, like having something that brings you some calm, 
you know so when you're mm-hmm. feeling just a little overwhelmed by all the kid interaction and they need this they need that you know like obviously you're still paying attention to them and meeting their needs but you're able to kind of pull away to yourself and just do something that is relaxing yeah i think that's a great point absolutely your plugs are not gonna calm you down. they're gonna remove some of the mm-hmm. stimulus but they're they're not uh right it's not, not unfortunately magic <laughs> you know what else makes kids bearable weed <laughs> amen it also just turns everything down right? <laughs> turns everything down like going to a lab i'd imagine this parent probably have a challenge going to a kid's birthday party or Dave and Buster's, you know, somewhere yeah. that's just super loud. Just have a little edible, microdose a little something, you know, um, before you go. And hopefully it'll bring you a little peace. It'll bring the volume down. Unless you're one of those people who, like, we just intensifies everything for them. Um, mm-hmm. In which case, I'm sorry for you because it might make <laughs> things louder. Yeah, I, I agree, Jamila. And I think it quiets things down and makes life more fun. It makes you just like more willing to do the dumb kid shit that like you can forget is fun. You know what I mean? Yep. yep. And I really have a respect for people who can access that inner child um, without without needing weed. But yeah. it definitely helps me too, for sure. I think so. And I like that the weed block has finally explicitly come out. Jamila and I are the weed block. The weed block. <laughs> <laughs> the weed block of care and feeding. I, I listen. I'm game for whatever gets gets you through. Earplugs, edibles, earplugs, whatever edibles. orifice you're gonna stick <laughs> whatever, it into. Whatever, whatever it takes. <laughs> no, I just think like the idea that all of this is like supposed to be okay. You know that that we live in these big families and the kids bring their personalities and their noisy toys and their like mm-hmm. like even if we ask them to be quiet, like life with children is just kind of more stimulating <laughs> like there's right. just so much and i think for a long time it was something we were just supposed to i don't know i felt like i didn't know there was anything other than maybe hiding in your closet that you could go to <laughs> you know just like take a minute regroup mm-hmm. and so to be like hey there are tools out there and what tools you use is up to you and what you're comfortable with and um you know your situation but there's a lot of ways out there i think to just turn down mm-hmm life <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just for a little bit mm-hmm. without being totally out of it you know right yeah all right listeners well what advice do you have for this member of our facebook group and how do you deal with big noises caused by little humans we would love to know please send your thoughts to karen feeding pod at slate.com or leave a voicemail 646-357-9318 or go find the post in the Slate Parenting Facebook group. However you do it, be sure to reach out with your feedback and questions. You never know, we might share it on the show. We're gonna take a quick break and see you back here for recommendations. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget. 
giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's move on to recommendations. Jamila, what are you recommending? Okay, so I am going. I have two recommendations because we're supposed to be doing recommendations about things related to parenting, but I have one that's unrelated to parenting that I just think is so good. I just have to share it with you all. It's a book called The End of Love, Racism, Sexism, and the Death of Romance by Sabrina mm. Strings. And it just came out uh, like a week or two ago. And she talks about like the origins of romance as we know it in the Western world and how mm. it was kind of always designed to leave women of color and poor women out of the equation and how in modern times black and white men she talks specifically about black and white men have responded to feminism by withholding romance and love from women and how um their you know inability to cope with capitalism um and the societal structure that we have puts them in a position where they are punishing women and it's just really really fascinating so it's a quick read too. Um, very, very good. And then I want to circle back to a recommendation I know I made a couple of years ago that um, I just think is great. And it's having a book for your child's quotations. Mm. Um, I have a couple of them and I wish like, God, I like, I definitely have gone like a long time without updating it. And I wish that I'd written down more. I know I have some on my phone I need to add. Um, but I've been keeping this, I have a book of quotes from Naima dating back to when she was uh, five. Give us a random and, one. Just open up to a random page and give us some. Okay, yes. I got a, a good one. Okay, this is from September 2021 when she was eight. Uh, Mom, have you ever had red velvet cake? Naima, no, and I do not plan to have it during my childhood. Now, <laughs> when I'm a young adult, I might try it. <laughs> I love it. So, and I was, we revisited this. I, I've updated it recently and we went through and read some of those quotes. She has <laughs> tried red velvet cake. Logistically, how do you it. manage this? Are, do you carry it with you or? You know what I was doing when I was filling it out more regularly? I have the notes app on my phone. I would just put the yeah. quotes there and then later the record transfer. them in the book. Yeah, but I keep I like the that. book on the coffee table, you know, so it's always accessible. Does Naima know about the book? Like, is it part of her? Like, oh yes yes she like because like she'll say something and i'll be like excuse me i'll be right back she's like where are you going i'm like i'll be right back <laughs> you know and i and i come back with the book and there have been a few times where she's been like and put that in naima quotes <laughs> <laughs> there should be something where she can now just like go pick it up too and just like add to it directly yeah i love that it's, they what have a, what a, treasure. Um, a book where because i was doing the like i, I think at some point maybe you recommended the book that it's like five years of quotes or something. And so like each day you write one thing or something mm -hmm. like that. So we were doing that. Um, but then, I, and then I found one as they got older where they answer a question every day. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I just leave that out on the table and they don't really follow the dates. They just open it and write it, but they've found some, they've That's written great. some, cause they can all write now, 
written some very cute things in there. It like asks a question and they write it and getting to mm. see what they wrote the year before um, and their little handwriting. I think these are, they're so good. They're Beautiful. hard to like keep up with. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So I like the idea of like putting it in the notes right when it happens. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. That's great. Zach, what are you recommending? I am recommending the 1991 delightful, I would call it a classic, Father of the Bride. Have you two seen oh. Father of the Bride? Not yeah. since 1991, but I've seen Exactly. It. <laughs> yes, Jamila, this is what I wanted to talk about. Um, it came out in 1991. I was seven years old. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, for the Nancy Myers heads, of which I consider myself one, she co-wrote this with her ex husband Charles oh. Shire and he oh, wow. directed it um, but then she goes on to direct a bunch of amazing movies um, including It's Complicated um, which I love but I was seven when this came out the same age as the Kieran Culkin character um, give or take he plays the much younger brother to the bride and the young son to Steve Martin and Diane Keaton and I realized like you just said Jamila I last saw this through the eyes of of this kid through the eyes of a seven-year-old through the eyes of someone so far removed um not just from having kids but from like falling in love from from anything having to do with being a parent and so seeing it now i looked it up steve martin was 45 uh when <laughs> like if, of course he still had the gray hair then but like i am five years younger than steve martin um wow. now revisiting this movie and i completely saw it through his eyes now and um you know in, in through the eyes of the father of course it's uh it's absolutely devastating and incredibly you know amazing for him to have the experience that he's having of literally reckoning with the idea that he is no longer the primary man in her life um and that she loves someone else so they so they deal with that dynamic which i had no appreciation for in 1991 um really beautifully i think diane keaton is I wouldn't call her criminally underused, but like it's Diane Keaton and she's just kind of like a, a little two dimensional. Um, and I think she's, she could have been so much more rich um, with just a little more. Um, but that's a, that's a small gripe. Father of the bride for our generation. Now it might be interesting if you haven't seen it like Jamila and I, where is it streaming? Is it streaming? Yes. Uh, where is this Hulu? Nice. Yes. Uh, Elizabeth. I'm recommending um, these window clings that like make rainbows all over your house and they're lovely. I don't know if you guys ever had like growing up, we had like a little, you know, crystal. I think it was at my grandmother's house that hung and would make rainbows <laughs> in the window. Hmm. But um, these are window clings. They just like cling to the window. They're renter friendly because they are not actually stickers. They come in a variety of bizarro shapes. We have the circles. You can get uh, cats. You can get hummingbirds, butterflies, mushroom. There's everything. Um, But they really work. Like we uh, gave these to the kids, I think, as part of Christmas and have put them up all over the house. And they are constantly causing delight. Like we just find random rainbows now. Our house is darker here than our one in Colorado. And so it's a it's a nice um, mm. just kind of reminder when the sun comes in, it throws rainbows all over and we can move the stickers and kind of find where the sun is coming through. But they're, they're really beautiful. So if you're looking for something simple and easy to bring yourself some joy, uh, get yourself some rain- rainbow making window clings. Oh, cool. So. Noah's gonna love these fun little whimsy. Yeah, they're perfect for like a small, 
also there are so many in the pack. <laughs> I, say, I thought there were going to be like two, um, mm-hmm. but so enough to like put them all over your house. <laughs> yeah, it looks like this want. one I'm seeing is a 35 pack. Yeah, I mean there yeah. are so many. I nice. also like to think we have a big window in the front that they're also keeping birds safe. I do not know if they work for that, but since they're up on this big glass, I feel like maybe also now the birds can see this glass. So great. Uh, anyway, something fun. Literally saving two birds with one uh, yeah, sticker rather exactly. than killing them. Exactly. <laughs> not claim, not verified, but <laughs> in my head, in my head, so far no birds have flown <laughs> into the giant window. <laughs> Um, I don't even know. Do I have birds here? I don't know. I've not seen a lot of birds in Tokyo, so who knows? But, you know, give it a try. Uh, we always want to hear what you're loving, listeners. So seriously, be sure to reach out and keep the conversation going. And that's our show. Please subscribe, leave a rating and review, and tell your friends. This episode of Karen Feeding is produced by Maura Curry with special thanks to Rosemary Belson. Shasha Leonard is the voice of our listeners. Alicia Montgomery is the VP of Slate Audio. For Jamila Lemieux and Zach Rosen, I'm Elizabeth Newcamp. Thanks for listening. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.